Hello everyone and welcome to Femininity by Rachel V. I am your host Rachel V and I am a femininity embodiment expert and coach. This podcast was created to offer a safe place for women to express themselves, learn, master, and protect their feminine aura. My focus is feminine energy, but I do invite masculine energies and voices to be a part of the conversation. I mean, let's face it, masculine and feminine energies need each other. During this podcast, you will be entertained and schooled by myself and hand-picked guests. I believe it's my God's given gift to the world to show women how to operate highly in their feminine frequency. I hope you enjoy yourself here in this captivating atmosphere I've created for you and for me. Welcome to Femininity by Rachel V. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Femininity by Rachel V. I am your host, Rachel V, and welcome back to another episode of Healing Your Mind, Body, and Soul. This is a complete series on everything you need to know healing, my healing journey, and I hope that this helps you along with your healing journey. So, Fems, I hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast. This should be the third episode if you have been keeping up. And last week I talked about um, I talked about mindset. I talked about accountability, being self-aware. I talked about a little bit of uh, trauma, my routine, things like that. I want to start off with a couple of questions that I asked on Instagram. Well, was asked of me on Instagram. So. I put up a post and it said, ask me questions, which I absolutely love because I love to hear um, or know what you guys want to know of me. And one of the questions was, are you single? And I am single, right? And I just noticed that the men were shocked. And... I thought that was so surprising to me because does that make you less of a woman because you're single? Let me um, turn this off really quick. I got so many DMs about, so when you ask a question on Instagram, um, it comes up in your stories. And that was one of my stories. Like I like to engage with people throughout my stories because I obviously I can't be on my Instagram all day, but Um, You know, it's a part of my job. I do realize that I am a um, public figure and I am the head face of my brand. So I have to keep it interactive. And I went on a vacation with my daughter and my friend. We had a really great time. Um, My girlfriend, she suggested us go to this really beautiful place. We went all together. We had amazing girl time. And you know, around that time, I put up the questionnaire. So I'm going to get back to the questionnaire asking me if I was single, right? 
Now, I talk openly about everything that I've been through. I don't necessarily go into a lot of details, which I might be comfortable enough later on down the line too, but I have always been in some sort of relationship, whether, um, well, it's always been some kind of serious relationship. I can remember this when I was in high school. I had a boyfriend through high school. I had a boyfriend after high school. I had a you know, a long-term relationship that turned into a marriage. So I've always been in some kind of relationship. So me being single right now is really great because I'm taking my time to learn myself all over again. I didn't really know what I liked or what I didn't like. I mean, come on. When you are 16, 17, 18, we are talking young adult. I've been in a relationship since I was a young adult and I feel like I needed a lot of things that a lot of things I needed to learn over a lot of things that I needed to do over. It's just a lot of things that you learn and I've learned so much. I learned so many valuable lessons. I learned so much about personalities and I read a lot and, um, I do a lot of, uh, research on like personal behavior and communication and things like that. Because not only do I want to be a better person, you know, I want to make sure that I am getting the same thing. Like I want someone that's going to work on themselves and hold themselves accountable and, you know, do the work, you know? So let's, let me explain this, right? Or let me just give you another perspective to the male gazers, listeners. Just because a woman is beautiful and she's single does not mean that she is choosing to not be in a, well, it is, she's choosing not to be in a relationship right now. She's choosing to be in a relationship with herself. And right now I am in a relationship with myself. My main focus is me handling and taking care of my needs. I still needed to do a lot of healing and I still do, right? Um, We talked about last week how I do like a lot of stretching because you hold a lot of trauma in your hips. Something I didn't know. Um, You know, I still have things that I need to work on as far as like communication style, other things. Not saying that. I'm not ready for a relationship because I know that I am, but I am in a relationship with myself right now. And I have no problem with that. Um, I answer to myself. I make myself food. You know, only person I answer answer to is that little boy that I have because that little boy, Lord, (laughs) he is something. But there's nothing wrong with a beautiful woman who has her things in order. Credit is good. Um, her finances is good. Her home life is good. You know, her physical is good. Her health is good. It's nothing wrong with that woman being alone. Me, when it comes to dating, you know, I look for a lot of different things, right? It's not as simple as, um, what I hear other people say, like women say, you know, I want to make sure that the person's finances is in order. I want to make sure that the person is fit. I want to make sure that the person is God fearing. All of those things. I want all of those things too. But my main thing is my son, right? 
I talk about this all the time. When I decide to get serious with someone, it's because I have evaluated them to a T. I know that they are going to be a good, not father figure. My son has a dad, but they will be a good fit in addition to what my son already has. I had, I was dating someone and this was like maybe a year, two years ago now. I was dating someone and he was like, I'm surprised that, you know, you're not, you know, messing with a ball player or a football player or a billionaire or um, you're not on jets and things like that. Who says I wasn't? (laughs) That is not what I want my son to see, right? I don't want my son seeing me jet setting around and living like a fast paced life. I prefer to be with someone that knows what it means to be an active dad. And what I mean by that is they are so hands on. They know the, they know their kids schedule. They know what the kids like to eat. They take them to sports. They drive them to the movies. You know, they talk to them at night. That's the kind of person I want, right? I don't want someone that has kids, but don't, doesn't know the protocol for their day to day, because that's not like an active parent to me. I'm very much so an active parent. I'm very much so into my children. So, you know, that just, that's just a big thing for, for me as a mom. Like that's my main, that's one of my biggest pet peeves, right? I meet people, I meet people all the time. Uh, you know, I meet men that are very well to do. Uh, they are age appropriate. But one of the biggest things that I run into is that they may not have children. And that is an issue for me, because if you don't have kids, how are you supposed how are you supposed to know my battles, my struggles, you know, things like that. So those are kind of things I am not looking for. So we have a plenty, plenty of single guys, believe it or not, that are age appropriate. They are well to do. They're doing great in their businesses. You know, they have all of that, but also they're still going to carry a selfish side to them where, oh, can we go out? Like, no, I can't. It's a Wednesday night. I have to make sure that my son's schoolwork is done and, you know, things like that. So that, you know, plays a challenge. Another thing, you know, often sometimes meet men that are younger. I don't have a problem with that. I don't, I'm really mind it. I do prefer, you know, in my age group, but I do realize that I, I look younger than I am. So I know that I am going to attract that. But if they don't have kids, that's not going to work for me. Like, <laughs> There's just nothing I really can do with that. So I like family. I like a family oriented person. I like someone that is going to not only be successful, but also, you know, be successful as far as like their routine, working out, taking care of themselves, eating properly, doing the work mentally on their mental health and, you know, all of those things, those, those things are important to me. I want somebody that I'm going to be able to pray with, you know, just do a lot of family stuff with. So that's, that's what I like. So I don't mind dating myself and learning myself until that type of energy comes along. And if it doesn't, it just doesn't. And if it does, then it'll show up. 
But I just wanted to say that because I felt it kind of crazy that everybody was like, oh, my God, you're single and this and that. And that's I'm single because I want to be, sir. This (laughs) I'm single because I am fine with not being in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for 18 years straight. I'm good, you know. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that that was one of the questions the next question was some people ask like what's kind of like silly questions but let's let's go into the questions get into the questions hold on so someone wanted to know how long have you had short hair so I decided to cut my hair this was a part of my journey this was like the last little thing that I wanted to do for myself was give myself a haircut I was home one day. I had just gotten back from Baltimore, just got finished working a long week, just got finished making everybody beautiful but myself, right? And I was like, you know, I really would like to do something different. I would really like to, you know, change up my look. I've been thinking about it. I've been wanting to cut my hair short. So I decided to cut my hair short in June. I colored it. I sit in my bathroom. I did the whole little snip snip in the mirror. I colored it. I add some tapings in the front and I love, I absolutely love, love, love it. The only thing that I realized is that, okay, I go to the gym every day almost. And except for when I'm in Baltimore and I was not keeping up with my hair. My hair was sweating out every five minutes. I was pressing on it. I don't want to continue to press on my hair. So right now I am doing the Sade thing and I am wearing a nice sleek back ponytail with some gel, you know, got my edges going. So yeah, I've had my hair short since June. That's how long. (laughs) Someone wanted to know what color do you wear on your toes? You have really pretty feet. Thanks. (laughs) Often wear nudes, nudes and mauves, nudes, mauves and pinks. That's what I like to wear on my toes. I like a more of a universal color because I wear different colors. I wear black, I wear yellow, I wear creams, I wear blues. You know, I wear all kinds of colors. So I choose nude or mauve kind of tones to go with all of those looks. Someone asked me what my net worth was. It's kind of tacky to ask a woman that. This was a really good question. Does it get to be a burden being the face of femininity, brand, lifestyle? Ask a ton of questions and be detailed. Okay, so yes. (laughs) I will say this. You guys know femininity is my baby. Femininity really pushed me into my healing journey. It really pushed me into talking more. It really pushed me into showing my personality and me being vulnerable to my audience and the people that I was talking to. Like, of course, I can take pretty pictures. Of course, I'm, I can do hair. Of course, I can wear the outfits. But I wasn't talking because I was suppressing that side of me a lot. And a lot of that came, a lot of that was because of, you know, past situations. I talked about this, my social circle, you know, just not being confident enough to just be vulnerable and say, fuck it. You know, sometimes you just have to say, forget what everybody thinks. I don't care. This is my life. This is what I'm doing. 
And that's that. So sometimes, yes, it can be hard because I'm doing a lot of things at one time and it's only one person and I'm figuring it out day by day. You know, I'm learning systems and, you know, what works best for the brand, for the podcast, for the business. It's, it's a lot. It can be a lot, but I don't give up on things easily. And, you know, I may put something down for a second. Maybe even a couple of months, I may put something down, but I am going to go back to it because if I started it, that means that's what I really, really want to do. So, you know, I'll put something down for a second and then I'll make sure I double back to it because, you know, sometimes we do need breaks. Sometimes we do need to take a, a, a breather. Sometimes we do need to rebrand, reconfigure, just redo some stuff and Yes, sometimes it can be a burden, but I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Being a single mother can be hard, you know. A lot of things can be hard, but I think that's what makes me a resilient person is I just push, 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 push through it. You know, I have things I want to accomplish. I have things I want to do in this lifetime, and I don't have time to say, I don't feel like it. (laughs) I have to do it. It's just my life path. This is my life path. Me helping women is my life path. Me showing up is my life path. Me setting examples for my children. Children is my life path and I can't give up. I just, I just can't. It's just not, it's not in me to give up. That's just not my personality. Uh, Someone wanted to know what sunscreen I use. I use two different sunscreens. I use uh, black, the black girl sunscreen and I use Murad. Murad is my favorite one. I love it. It has like a beautiful tint to it. Absolutely love it. It's my favorite. When can I take you out? Again, I'm dating myself right now, which I have no problem with. It's a certain energy that I am looking for or I'll say, I want to attract. So, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, someone asks about like investing in a brand. Are you still vegan? Okay. So, I want to talk about this. So, I went vegan with my sister. Was that in, I think that was 2018 or 19. I can't remember. And we started this beautiful brand called Vegan as Fuck. It was amazing, wonderful. And then the pandemic happened. And then I had some personal things happen. And then it was just a lot of things that happened. We are going to do something else on that scale, but obviously it won't be vegan as fuck. Robin is still vegan. I am not. I decided to uh, start incorporating protein in my diet, which I didn't feel like I was getting enough from peas and beans and things like that. So I decided to go back to eating meat. I do eat steak. I don't eat chicken. I do eat eggs because I need the protein. I was having dark circles that I was getting under my eyes because I was, I didn't have a lot of protein and a lot of iron. Those are two things that I decided that, you know, I had to do and I didn't have enough time to really meal prep. What I was doing was I was eating all of the bad vegan foods like I was eating like processed and it's like what's the point of me being vegan if I'm not going to be a healthy vegan and take the time to like really 
eat raw vegetables and this and that. I was pretty much buying packaged meats, burgers, you know, vegan burgers and stuff. And it the stuff was making me sick. It was loading up stomach. It was giving me headaches. And I just said, you know what? Let's just let's just stop. Now what I do is I make sure that the meats are as clean as possible. I make sure that um that I'm, you know, making I make my own food. I cook it properly. I make sure I'm not using a lot of uh oils and things like that. So right now I'm not vegan. I do do things in moderation. Uh, I don't, what I say, I don't do things like a lot. Like I don't eat a lot. Like this week I've been eating beans, rice, peppers, stuff like that. I had a steak uh, a couple of days ago. So I might do a steak one time a week or something like that. So I don't overdo it. I do my protein shakes. I do my juicing and things like that to kind of keep it, um, to keep it balanced. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not vegan anymore, any longer. Okay. Okay. So this was another great question. You guys, this was a great question. What happened in your life to send you on such a positive self healing journey? I remember answering this question and was like, thank you for something with such substance. And my answer to that is everything happened to me. (laughs) I have probably experienced everything a person can experience in life, I would say. And I don't happen. I don't think that I'm better than anyone. I don't think that my situation is worse than anyone else's, better, worse, any of that, right? I think all of us have a testimony to something deep, something tragic, something that has sent us to a place where we didn't know if we were going to make it out, right? And I will say this, God is real. God is amazing. And he gave me the strength to really push through everything that I had been through, everything that I had went through, right? I feel myself tearing up a little bit. I have been through so many different things. I want to start off by saying it's so important, guys, to have a meaningful social circle. I've always been a popular person. I've always attracted certain type of people. And I hear this phrase a lot, and it says, don't chase, attract. I've never been a chaser. I've always attracted, right? I've always been a light. I know that about myself and I'm going to continue to be that. I'm not going to let any situation in my life take me to a place where I am going to stay in a dark space. Like I'm, I don't want to do that, right? I've been there, done that. It's, it's happened and I developed so much since then. And what I want to say about that is you have to be careful with not only what you attract, especially if you're a light, if you're a bright light, you're figuring things out, you're always bubbly, you're always smiling, you're always pleasant, put together, that clean girl aesthetic, you're going to attract because you're attractive. You're going to attract different kinds of energies, right? You're going to attract that. You know, we have people that are attracted to, let's say a Rolls Royce. They know damn well they can't afford that Rolls Royce, but they want it. 
<laughs> they want it. They might figure out how to get it, whether it's a scam, whether it's, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul, whether whatever people just do things and they are attracted to shiny, they attractive things. And one of the things that I had to learn is my social circle was a fucking mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. I contribute a lot of my issues and problems from my past, from my social circle. Right. I thought that because I was a good friend at the time, can't say I've always been a good friend. I hadn't, you know, I'd be the first to say it, but um, I didn't have people in my life that held me accountable. Sometimes I didn't have, uh, and I'm not saying this as a victim. I'm not saying that at all. I take full responsibility, but once you learn these things about people, like, you know, people that are just going to yes you. And then when they get around other people, they're going to, they're not going to say they have a problem with to your face because they're too scared because they're so busy, probably benefiting off of you or being your friend that they don't want to keep it real. Now I will say I have the best people around me because you know what? They're going to call me on my bullshit. If I say I'm going to do something, I better do it. If I mention it to my friends, I better do it because they're going to hold me accountable. They're going to tell me when I ain't do something right. And they, it's not going to be like from a hating place. It's going to be like, you know, you could have did better than that. Why you just do that? That right there is priceless. Having people in your life that will pull you to the carpet when you do something wrong and they're not going to talk about you behind your back. They're going to say it to your face is a blessing. And that's what I have now. So I have been through so many different things. You know, in my lifetime, that was one thing. Two, obviously, my romantic relationships. I have to be honest, like, I have been in relationships, and I will say, don't think any of those relationships um, were great. That's why I am single now, because I want to make sure that the next thing that I get into is great. It's amazing. It's not trauma dumping. It's not uh, being with a narcissist or womanizer or anything like that. And ladies, if you have a daughter, my mom, she died really, really young. My mom was young. I was young at the time. But if you have a daughter, please make sure you school her. Make sure you teach her about all the different personalities there is when it comes to dealing with another person. And it's not just men, it's women, women too. Women can carry the same kind of negative traits that men can. So I make sure I talk to my daughter. I make sure I talk to my son about all the different personalities that you can run into, you know? And, you know, that's just something that I wasn't privy to was something that I had to learn on my own. And oh, baby, I know every personality type there is. So, yeah, I've been through a lot. I've lost money. I've earned money. I did investments. They didn't turn out right. I mean, come on, guys. I've been through everything. If I could write a whole book, but I am not going to let any of those experiences harden me. All I can do is say, God, what do you want me to learn? That's what you wanted me to learn. Got you. I got it. That's what you wanted me to learn. I got it. Take everything as a learning experience. If you hold on to stuff, if you hold on to, you know, someone did you wrong or you're just going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to be in a bad place. Be in a bad place for what? 
we have so much living to do. We have so much life in us that I want to be pretty. I don't have time to have my face frowned up and upset because something didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Or I gave some years to someone that didn't deserve it. Or I gave, you know, anything like anything like what, you know, I told I helped a friend and then they turned it around and made it something else. Don't stay in a bitter space. I'm telling you, you know, bitter does not look good on anybody. It really, it really can slow up your process. Yeah. So those are all the questions that, uh, that everybody had to ask of me. And I wanted to share those on a podcast because I thought that they were, a lot of them were really relevant to what we talk about on the podcast. Um, but I wanted to talk about a little bit more about trauma and not staying in that space. Uh, so I told you guys that, you know, I lost my mom, you know, really, really young. And, you know, that sent me into being like a little bit having abandonment issues. And then from there, you know, you know, was a people pleaser or whatever. And since then, I have been much, much better. <laughs> my boundaries are up here. Like I know everything that's going to trigger me, make me upset. I pay attention to my intuition. I pay attention to what my body is telling me. And I have a couple of people, a couple of things that I do. I know I told you guys this before, but uh, one of the things that I did because I didn't realize my nervous system was so off balance. And you guys heard me talk about this in the first back in the first episode about my nervous system. Your nervous system can be so off from trauma and stress. Like you won't sleep. You won't eat. Anxiety is easier and quicker to come on you and you'll be nervous and stressed all the time. Stress comes out in your skin. It comes out in your speech. It comes out like when you're frustrated and things like that. So one of the things that I I learned to do was went to a hypnotist and it's not what you think. Like people think like, oh, um, this is going to make me bark like a dog and, you know, I am going to wake up and not smoke. And no, it's not like that. What it does is it sends signals to your self-conscious. And I had to do like different exercises because that was the first thing that was told to me was my nervous system was completely off balance. And it's funny. I remember when I started feeling like my nervous system was all bad, off balance. I didn't realize what it was, but literally I had been living with that since 2007. I'm just going to leave it like that. From 2007 until 2022, my nervous system had, had been off. So you guys can add up the years. That's, that's a lot of time to walk around and not get regular sleep, not eat properly, you know, have those, that anxious anxiety feeling, that's not good, right? Uh, so um, they send uh, signals and they send phrases to your self-conscious that helps you calm down, be more relaxed and really sit and think about what is triggering you and what is throwing you off. Now I'm good, right? I'm good. I don't get triggered that easily at all. Uh, I sleep really, really good. And if I 
am not sleeping, I know exactly what it is. It's probably because I am overthinking or I have like a big project that's on my plate. So now what I do is I just, I just write everything down. Like I, I like mind dump everything down in my planner, like everything that I have to do so that I can get some sleep. So I want you guys to like look into that. If that's something that you guys are interested in, you can just kind of like Google someone in your area. But I mean, it really, really did help me uh, with like, you know, my mind and nerves and me calming down. You can Google someone in your area. I can't, I don't want to recommend anybody in particular because, you know, you have to do the research for yourself, but I'm going to tell you to read the reviews, look and see what the patients that have been to the person have been. The cost of this treatment is probably like a hundred to $150. It just all depends on the area that you're in. And when I say it worked, it really did work. Also make sure that you guys are praying You know, make sure that you are paying attention to who may make you feel a certain way, conversations, even the things that we see and hear like that helps me. My girlfriend told me I I skimmed through messages, right? (laughs) This is something that I did when me and my ex were going back and forth, right? Before I realized that just I can't talk to this person, this person is just not ever going to be past that bitter stage. But what I would do is if I got a paragraph, I would skim through it to make sure it wasn't no nothing in there that, that was going to make me mad. Right. So I do this thing where I skim through stuff like and I like, oh, OK, <laughs> I'm not going to read that. So I do a lot of that, like when it comes to like comments, you know, social media. Things like that, I'll skim through. Like, I make sure I skim through it because I'm not going to read anything that's going to make me upset. Like, I'm not going to read anything that's going to make me upset. I'm not going to listen to anything that's making me upset. It's a part of your boundaries. So just make sure you guys are, are doing that. Another thing, I work out. I work out like a crazy person. That helps me, believe it or not. When I'm doing my cardio, when I'm on a treadmill, I am releasing so much built up tension. It is unreal. You guys, you just have no idea what that that does for me. Like when I'm in a gym and I'm lifting, lifting weights and I'm getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Oh my God, it's the best feeling in the world. So I have ran over time. I'm sorry. This is a little longer than what I expected. I think the questions I really went in deep with the questions, which I wanted to. But if you guys love this podcast, if you are enjoying the content, please like, subscribe, share with a friend of a friend of a friend. I am here to help. This series is really all about healing. We're going to get back to all of the feminine things and the auras and all of that stuff soon. But I really want to really dive deep into healing your mind, body and soul. And I really want to give you guys the tools that you need to do that because we're coming up on 2024. And I have a feeling that we are going to have a lot of challenges as a united country. And we just need to be prepared. It is retrogrades. My retrograde says it's time for me to really manifest and bring all of my dreams to fruition. And I'm super excited about that. 
You know, I have a lot of new things coming out for October, November, December. I have a whole thing planned out. I'm going back to the femininity trip. So anybody that had purchased something from femininity this year, from January on, you will be invited. You'll be getting an email soon in your inbox. So make sure you check out for that. But please make sure you like, subscribe to the channel if you like it. Make sure you send it, share it with someone. Leave me a comment, guys. I see them. I read them. I love reading the comments. Send me a comment. And I just want to say thank you for being here. And that's it for another episode of Femininity by Rachel V. Talk to you guys next time.